Hey guys, welcome back to Just a Girl in the World. Today we're going to be talking about loving the lost and I have a special guest today, my good friend Kinsey, and I'm so excited. So let's get right into it. All right. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm so excited. Um, thank you guys for all the love from last episode and all the other episodes. Thank you guys always. Um, today I have a special guest with me, Kinsey. Hi. And um, today, like I said, we're going to be talking about um, loving the lost. And um, yeah, so Kinsey, uh, do you want to tell us a few things about you, like sports, um, hobbies, activities? Well, I do play volleyball. Um, I'm a junior. I'm a part of FCA. I'm the secretary for FCA. I'm also the secretary for HOSA. Um, I work in my free time and try my best to hang out with friends. Yeah. And, you know, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. What's your, um, let's see, what's your favorite verse? Probably Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Yeah, That's period. really, I don't know, that's one that sticks out to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely need that. Um, and um, let me ask one more. What's your favorite, <laughs> what's your favorite pastry? Um, I like scones, and I work at a pastry shop, and that's, like, my favorite thing. Ooh. It's the raspberry white chocolate. Ooh, oh my gosh, I love that. That's so good. Um, but yeah, let's, um, pray us in before we get started so we know everything, and if you guys don't mind praying with us, all right. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity um, today. Help us um, guide us with our words and help us to be able to speak about loving the lost um, and speak to other people's hearts, God. Um, and thank you, Lord, for once again, this opportunity. Thank you for having Kinsey here. Um, and God, just be in this room, overfill this room with your love and presence. And we pray this in your name. Amen. Um, all right, so I guess I should probably tell you guys a story, but so this whole week I had no idea what I was going to talk about because I was like, okay, wait, what am I going to do? And I was thinking about it when I was at school, I was thinking about it like after school, like praying and everything. So then I discovered Lil Nas X and his new album going on and I was just like, what is this? And obviously it angered me and righteously so. But then God did give me the realization that that's not how I should be carrying out something like that. That's not how I should um that's not how I should handle it. Um but instead praying for those people because he doesn't need the hate. Like he probably already has so much of that. And more of what he needs is love and prayer because he is lost. Um, so yeah, um, that's kind of what led me to that idea. I was like, oh my gosh, this episode should be loving the lost. So yeah, and that was that was awesome. Um, that great realization. I mean, because, you know, and the thing is, let me see where it is. Um, Jesus didn't come for, to save those that were righteous. It says, um, in Mark two seventeen, it is not, um, the healthy, 
um, to need a doctor but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous but sinners. And that was Jesus' whole point. Um, he came to save those that were on death row. So, I mean, yeah, and I mean, I, I feel like, you know, and we were all at a point in our lives where we were lost as well. And I mean, I think we should start off there because, I mean, we were definitely all lost at some point in our lives. Um, so, do you want to talk about it, Kinsey? Yeah, I think about, um, like we were saying, how we were all lost at one point. Everyone gets found in a different way, and I think mm-hmm. loving the lost is such a big thing because it really, truly does change people because it changed me, and people don't realize it. When you love someone, like, loving the lost, like, yeah, like, you're saying your prayers, and you're praying for these people, but you might not realize just, like, how much work you're actually doing in God's life. Okay, so, like, the work in God's light that you do is really important, and sometimes it's really under-noticed, and I just want to talk about how I was lost earlier in 2023, and then how I ended up being found later, so... I've always been a Christian. I've been a Christian since I was a little girl. I used to go to church every Sunday and everything. And then last softball season came along and I was not myself anymore. I'm not going to go into full detail of everything, but I wasn't myself. I had people come up and ask me, hey, are you okay? Because they noticed I was different. And I think I was just so lost. I I would refuse to open my Bible. I wouldn't pray because I was like, there's no way this can help me get out of this hole. And softball season ended and volleyball was coming up and the changes kind of in my life of like the change of season, um, not being in school, the less stress, I realized how I needed to better myself and better my relationship with Christ. Um, so now going on to like kind of how I was found or how my relationship got stronger with him. Volleyball season came along. I was doing really great. I started feeling my, like myself again. I finally opened my Bible again, started reading, started praying, and then I got hurt, and that took a big turn on everything, and I was just not there, and my volleyball coach actually, like, I started talking to her, I actually started having conversation with her, not saying we had to talk before, but started actually having more than, like, two-second conversations, Yeah. yeah, mainly about my injury and stuff like that, and she's who I went to. For a lot of the stuff, for really any minor inconvenience, and I still do, and I hope she's listening to this right now because I'm gonna tell her about this podcast. But um, she kind of guided you in the darkness. Yes, like that light. And I don't realize it. I don't think she knew or knows, and I hope she knows now that. (laughs) And because then I remember the night before my first doctor's appointment with the orthopedic, I was texting her about helping out at a football game. And then we, I think we started talking about my doctor's appointment and she texted me and said, you know, God may have needed you to take a step back and breathe for a second. And that really honestly hit me really hard. And I just had a feeling of like, I needed to open my Bible. And so I opened to the book of John and I opened to John fourteen twenty seven, And it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither should it be afraid, let it be afraid, and I think that was really strong, because I was definitely really afraid for that doctor's appointment, I didn't know what was gonna, I was going into, um, and I just think that that helped me a lot, and it really opened my eyes of how bad 
softball season was and I wish I would have prayed I wish I would have opened my bible and now looking at it like my volleyball coach she really helped me she brought out a better side of me and now my relationship is stronger than ever with Christ and I'm so grateful for that and for her because I really do think he spoke through her Mm -hmm. because yeah yeah that's a beautiful yeah um it kind of reminds me of um I don't know if you remember at FCA, um, they were talking about, I always think about it too, like identity. Oh, yes. And I think that that's a really big thing. I think we put um, our identity into things without even realizing it, but we put our identity into sports, school, relationships, and then all of a sudden when that ends or there's an inconvenience, we're we're broken, you mm-hmm. know? And... Um, And that's why, you know, especially for me in weightlifting, you know, we just had our last meet um, this week and I, I didn't do that great, but um, I will say that even though I didn't hit the maxes I had wanted, that um, in the end I was like, wait a minute, this is not even my identity, like weightlifting is going to fail me over and over again. I mean, there's going to be times like I'm just, I mean, there's been times already that I just never, I didn't get a lift like the whole meet. And it's because my body, it just needs rest. And I mean, my body is something that's temporary here on this earth. But the thing about God is, first of all, he's the company that doesn't have to go. And the thing with him is that you can trust him because he's never going to wear out He's never going to give up on you and he's never going to disappoint you. And I think that that's why when we put our identity into something that is forever and we know this, we will find eternal happiness. But finding happiness unto something that is temporary and something that can fail you and disappoint you, you're always going to end up being unhappy and you're always going to find flaws and you're always gonna just be disappointed in yourself and it's it's not a life you want to live and it kind of reminds me of um when um you know we've discussed a lot about Tom Brady and FCA yes um and um and how you know he puts his identity so much into um football that now he's at a point in his life where his body's not meant to play anymore Mm -hmm. because his body is it's going to wear off you know it's it's something temporary that he was granted. And um, I think that, um, and I mean, now that he he keeps holding on to that and he can't let it go, he's now even, I mean, not lost his family, but he got a divorce. And I mean, now it's like he even, it broke his family. So it's like there's consequences that lead to when you put your identity into these things of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I'll say, you know, um, I was lost, um, as well. I mean, I, I'm, I was found, um, it's gonna be in March, it's gonna make a year, um, that I, that I, uh, I, I feel like I was saved for real, for real. <laughs> I mean, I was, like, saved, um, at my, uh, old school I went to, um, this woman had asked me if I wanted to be saved, we prayed, but I still wasn't living my life for God. And I think that once I finally like hit rock bottom and then I realized that the only hand that was going to help me was the Lord's, that's when I got saved. But I mean, for sure, I mean, I, you know, we, I feel like 
for me, um, it was multiple people that helped me out of that darkness. So, I mean, yeah, God puts people into our lives to be that light while we're in the darkness. And I think that that's just a beautiful thing. And that's why, you know, we have to love the lost because it's also also our jobs as well, Mm -hmm. Um, especially us being disciples of Christ. So, yeah, I think that's awesome, though. Um, And so she had helped you become found. And um, so then after, you know, you were found, like, how did your life, how was it different from the life before? I think it's way different. It was like a big fat U-turn, like, in my (laughs) life. Like, seriously, like, before I really, like, strengthened my relationship with God, I would, I would go home crying every night. Mm -hmm. I would, like, keep myself in my room. It affected my grades. My grades last like, last half of the sophomore year were not it. Um, I wouldn't eat. I mean, it, it, I changed so much. And then the, throughout this whole being found and all that, I was much happier. I wanted to hang out with friends. My grades are better. Um, I've, you know, I've put myself out there more often. I'm not so closed in. I'm actually eating three meals a day yes. most of the time. Um, and, like... People truly notice that. And I think the thing that hit me the hardest of not realizing how lost I was is when my mom came up to me and told me that I looked so much happier playing volleyball than I did softball. And that that hit me, one, because when my mom notices something, that's how I know it's bad. Mm. And I know she knows everything. But like when she finally comes up and tells me, I'm like, okay. And just to, like the fact of like that, even she noticed when I tried my best to hide it from her because I didn't want her feeling bad, her mm-hmm. thinking she did something wrong. Right. And I mean, my life took a big turn, and I think I'm I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm so much happier. Yeah. And yeah, honestly, moms are superheroes. They know everything. So real. Yeah, they know everything. Yeah, I mean, um, so would you say that um, did this U-turn like? Did this happen in your junior year? Uh, yeah. Uh, it started out slowly. Like, softball was kind of... I know this is, like, I'm focusing on softball. This is... But this is what helped made my life yeah. kind of on the down low when volleyball season started coming up. And I've been thinking about making a big decision about going back to softball. And that took me months. And coming to the realization of coming through Christ and like following his plan and just putting it into his, his hands, knowing what was best. Um, I think was really, truly great because when I did quit originally, I told them it was because of my shoulder, which was part of the reason, but not the main reason. And then the past couple weeks I started feeling guilty for not telling them. Mm. So I went to my volleyball coach and she said, you know, that that's God telling you, you need to say something. Yeah. And so I did and I felt so much better after saying it. I definitely was stressing after I sent that text message. But after I got it done and over with, I felt so much better and it was like weight lifted off my shoulders. Mm. I don't have to deal with it anymore. And yeah. Yeah. So it was really softball that was really taking that big turn and I didn't realize it because like freshman year like it was kind of eh it wasn't the best but it wasn't that bad and but like last season it was it really changed me and the changes that happened in my life helped me realize you know like I need to find Christ again I need to better my life like this is not good for me Mm -hmm. and granted I do like hate the fact that I'm not playing with my best friends 
out there on the field. I'm not going to be there out there with them, but I had to make a decision for myself mm-hmm. yeah. at some point and not put other, always put others. Cause like at some point you do need to put yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. I did that, um, with karate too, because, um, I mean, I got my black belt, um, first degree and then I was like, I mean, you know, I had people like, Oh, stay, come on, stay, like go for your second degree. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, maybe. But then I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't think I want to do this anymore, you know? And I mean, I, I love everyone, um, from karate and I, I really did love the sport. It was an amazing sport, but I mean, you know, I, I feel like I discovered so many other sports and I think another thing is, um, karate was something that I did when I was nine and then I left when I was, um, oh wait, no, I wasn't nine. I was 10. And then I left when I was 15 or 14, but I was there for a really long time. And, you know, some things just don't feel the same Mm -hmm. as they did before. So, I mean, you know, I, I was like, you know, I, I'm not going to stay for other people. I'd rather just go because I want to go. And then after that, you know, I got into volleyball and I got into, um, yeah, just volleyball. But now I'm getting into other sports too. So it's awesome. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, did you also feel that God, well, with your shoulder hurting, that was God telling you like softball was just like. Yeah, that's kind of another thing. Like what um, I think helped me realize is because like when I took that step back, I realized how much better the environment was in volleyball, how much better I got treated, how much happier I was and then it helped me like reflect of last season and I was like oh my goodness why didn't I say something sooner like why didn't I start doing something sooner and it made me realize so many things it made me help me like be grateful for what I have because I kind of took playing for granted Mm. at first and then I got hurt and I was like oh because I was also like I was close friends, like, I had been playing with all the seniors, with the exception of one, because she went to a different middle school, since seventh grade, and then Mm. I couldn't play with them anymore, and it helped me realize, I don't need to take stuff for granted, I need to be grateful for, like, every, like, little thing, and it was hard being happy about my shoulder, I mean, not happy, but, like, seeing the positives, and then I started seeing the little things like oh my weight in physical therapy just went up a half pound I was able to do this in physical therapy and I think that's what helped me get through it mm-hmm. a lot and I definitely like prayed a lot and I read my bible a lot and it truly it truly changes you people and loving like again loving the loss it's big yeah and it's it's nothing little like it's something huge and it's hard <laughs> it's hard it's definitely hard especially like someone who's maybe not like your best friend or someone who's just lost out there like I'm still praying for all the softball coaches I hope their season goes well I hope that since they're hosting districts this year like I hope it all goes well I'm still praying for them and hoping they can closer their relationship in Christ or from where it already is now and I mean it's hard to do knowing yeah how last season turned out but you got to do it it's part of God's plan you just gotta 
Yeah, keep going. Give them everything. Yeah, and exactly what you were saying is actually, like, what we can do to love the lost. So how can we love the lost? Like you said, praying for others, for the coaches and the players, um, and um, showing kindness to others. You know, and I think that, you know, that sounds easier than said. Um, or it says easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, because, you know, we disagree with people. And it's just hard. And also, you know, we do have to step out of our comfort zones um, when we take the actions of loving the lost. And, um, and especially when someone defers from us in beliefs and values, that can be really, really hard. And I can understand that. But um, approaching loving the lost with, like, with humility and empathy, like Jesus had um, with Zacchaeus, and ask and obviously praying and asking for that help it's going to make it a lot easier to do so i think that loving the lost it doesn't have to be like you going up to people hugging them and kissing them and being like you know love you like that's no. like the misconception of it yes <laughs> yeah no cuz i mean you know but knowing that you know looking at people with more of a lighter i guess lighter mind in a way i guess you know being more Looking at people with more empathy, not looking at people with automatic judgment, you know? Because I, you know, I will say that I am, I judge people in my head and I catch myself and I'm like, Lord, help me. And I mean, I definitely, like, I used to have a really, really, really bad habit of gossiping about, like, two years ago and last year as well. But, I mean, God has definitely helped me a lot with that. Like, you know, and I still struggle. But, oh my gosh. Like, I'm telling you, like, right after school, I would call my friends and just talk about people the whole day. Like, right after school. Like, no homework, no nothing. Just talk about people. And it was actually insane. Like, I, I look at that now and I'm like, how? How yeah. could you do that? Um, But, you know, and because, um, you know, Zacchaeus, I don't know if, I talked about him um, on here right now. I don't know if I have already. But I'll bring him up again. Um, but Zacchaeus... Um, Zacchaeus is the reason why Jesus continues to eat with tax collectors. Because the transformation that was made. Um, and um, because, you know, Jesus eating with the tax collectors, the Pharisees are like why are you doing that? Like, why, why do you keep eating with these sinful people? And, you know, like I had said before, Jesus had said, I, I'm not here to help the righteous. I'm here to save the sinners. Um, and the thing is that Zacchaeus, he's like a short little man and he couldn't see Jesus because all these people were blocking him and everything. So this man that is super rich and everything, um, has humility enters him and he climbs up this tree and um I feel like he just he could have done anything else I feel like because his his wealth status was so big he could have said to people move out of my way he could have maybe even asked someone if he could climb on their shoulders or something you know I feel like he could have done anything else but he decided to climb up in a tree to see the Lord and the thing is Jesus, like, already knew he was there. He looked up and he says to Zacchaeus, come down immediately. 
he like immediately he's asking this man that is full of sin to come down immediately so he can come into his home and eat with him are you serious you know and everyone's just like why is he doing this and um but Jesus is just urging him like let me come into your home no matter what his background is no matter what it was that he has done and the thing is you know, Jesus knows all of this, but yet he still is loving this man. And then after that, Zacchaeus repents and he gives back four times of what he cheated from other people. And then he gives half his possessions to the poor. A man that was selfish, he was lost, he was greedy to someone that is saved, generous, and has a kind and compassionate heart. Look at what Jesus did to that man. Look at what we can do to others. And I think that that is what the power of love, the power of the love of Christ in us that we give to others, that's how we can help and transform people. It doesn't matter what people's background is or what they say. Jesus doesn't look at our background when we're coming um, to the altar. You know, he's not over here saying, well, you know, you did this this week and so I, you're not worthy. We aren't worthy, but yet he still takes us in. And I think that that's just, you know, a beautiful thing. Um, and I I think that, you know, that's how we need to approach people. And like I said, like, it's hard because, you know, we, we come and we are scared because, you know, it's out of our comfort zone, especially me, because I'm really shy. So I'm yeah. like, I don't even like to t- talk a lot, period. But I mean, um... I think that, you know, even praying for somebody, you know, that's just, that's, that's a lot. That's showing love, you know? And, um, yeah, I think that, you know, I think that's just a great thing right there. Um, but, um, I also put a note here. I said, um, the transformation of Zacchaeus and Jesus's humility and love towards him shows why we should be loving the lost. We could be transforming lives of others and we could be saving someone else from death row. So I think that was, yeah. Yeah. I also think like being lost, like you don't realize how many other people have a relationship with Christ until you become found and you're like, oh my goodness, this person over here, I didn't realize had a relationship with Christ. They do. And you get, you tend to get close to a lot of those people. Um, We have this one lady who comes into work and... I could definitely, like, see it now that, like, I've bettered my relationship with Christ. That, like, she is, like, a like a really good Christian. Like, she reads her Bible every day. She prays every day. And, you know, she's talked to us, like, about it and everything. And how, like, she reads her Bible. And, like, how she has this one scripture. And, like, everything that's gone on. And I think it's really great of just how she how people you don't realize before, like, you're found are there for you and are your brothers and sisters in Christ. And then you find, and you're like, oh, my goodness, this person, this person, this person. And I think it's, I think it's really great, and it's in places you least expect it. Like, I would have never expected her to come to to where I work and be like, hey, like, and everything, and just kind of, like, talk about her relationship with Christ. Like, it's, and it it takes a big step to do that, just to talk to someone about it. Yeah. Because especially, like, not being so outgoing and stuff like that, like, it's not an easy thing to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, one thing that I've been praying for is, um, to approach people with, 
um, the gospel with um, calmness because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes like when pe- when I feel like people aren't like listening to me in a way, I'm like, I get mad and mm-hmm. like kind of approach it with aggression and I'm like, no, you have to. And I'm just like, no, like I don't want to approach people that way, you know? I would rather want to approach people with like kindness and you know showing them how Jesus um showed love to others that were lost. I mean, um I don't know if you've seen The Chosen. Um I have not. That's on my list to watch though. Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of it either. But I was watching a little bit and there was this like this man on the side of the road and he was just like you know, homeless, dirty, just sitting there and Jesus just comes up to him and he says in the calmest voice ever he says shalom and um about to i kind of forgot what shalom means but um i'm pretty no it means peace so like and it's a greeting but it was something that jesus had said and it means peace and he just comes up to this man with so much calmness and peace and grants him this this peace um no matter, like, what this man looks like, you know, and everything, and I just, I don't know, I just thought that was, that was cool when I saw that, um, but, um, let me see, I don't know if you've also, like, if there were some passages that you've seen, like, speaking about the lost, and I was looking, um, I've been kind of going through, I've been reading this Bible plan and stuff, that uh I found and I've been reading like there's a lot of stuff in Matthew that talks about it there's I think there's something in almost every book that I've at least looked through um yeah I can try to find one in Matthew hold on yeah I mean I will say in Matthew fifteen twenty four Matthew 15 um it speaks about it because um there was a woman in Matthew 15 that was begging for her demon-possessed daughter to be healed and um, Jesus didn't answer, but then the disciples told Jesus to send her away, and he responded with, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. And then um, he seen the woman's faith, and he said, because of your faith, your daughter is healed. Mm-hmm. There's also, I just opened up to this one in Matthew six thirty three, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I think that's great, because it's basically kind of like talking about how when you seek him, that like, every little thing will start to get better and pieces yeah. come together mm-hmm. like a like a puzzle yep yeah <laughs> um let me see well you know and we were kind of talking about this last episode but sometimes the disciples would kind of just be like go away mm-hmm. everything and even the disciples struggled with loving the lost and my friend was telling me like peter especially was just so like aggressive (laughs) she was like um you know he was he definitely struggled with loving the lost and Jesus would have to correct and be like what are you doing why are you like this you're my disciple and um but um let me see I mean there's also the parable of the coin and the sheep um where God emphasizes to love those who are lost Mm -hmm. um and, I mean, I honestly just think that, you know, 
in all things, you know, you, you, you need to come to God in prayer, obviously. But I know how hard it is to, um, to love the lost. But I think that loving the lost doesn't have to be something, like I said, I mean, yeah, it might be out of your comfort zone for, like, sometimes. But, I mean, also praying for others, you know, asking God for, to help others, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's what's more important because, you know, those, those people that had helped us become found, I mean, we could have approached them with aggression, but the way that they approached Jesus's love towards us is what helped us to be found. And so it's like, because even like, if those people that helped us become found had approached us and was like, look, you just need Jesus. Like you need to like, just pray, just go home and pray about it. You kind of just be like, how, like, I don't really know if I, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, I feel like when we approach people that are lost with love, it just, it changes everything. It really does. I'm kind of looking in my notes as well and knowing that, you know, we are all poor in spirit, you know, um, and even at times in life, you know, we do become lost. Like we all have times in life where life just kind of carries us away. We're just yeah. like, we're lost, you know? But um, admitting to God and, like, saying, I'm poor in spirit, help me. And um, we were talking about this yesterday at service, but, like, blessed are those who are poor in spirit, for the for theirs is the kingdom of God. Um, blessed are those that are poor in spirit that admit their need for Jesus. They will receive the kingdom of God. And I think that that was, that was powerful because sometimes we just think, you know, once we're saved and we're we read our Bibles and stuff and pray, we're all good. But it's like, no, we need Jesus every day. Yeah. And everything. I was thinking about it too. I was like, because I'm also doing a Bible plan on some of my phone. But um, you know, even I I need Jesus to breathe. Hey guys, uh took a little break there. So um yeah, I mean this is a topic that definitely like there's there's so many um ways to come into it. Um, I would say, you know, especially loving this culture that we're in is a very difficult thing to do. And I mean, definitely like celebrities and um, people around us, our classmates, um, family even, that's, it's hard because, you know, um, it's uncomfortable kind of just like trying to help them seek something they don't want to go after. Um, But at the same time, when we do things with love and compassion, you know, and you've heard this reoccur over and over again in this episode, but that's really the only way when we do things with the love and passion of Christ, like he had for us, because Jesus did not, you know, he, he came down, um, from heaven in the comfort of his throne to save us. And I think that that is just something so powerful. I mean, like, you know, the, the, um, I guess, the step he took to to save us, you know, and I think that we got to take those steps too because he definitely stepped right out of heaven and that is the best place to be, to come here on earth. And so, you know, if he can do it, we can do it too. So do you have anything to conclude with? And um, I just think that this is like an amazing topic to talk about, especially like with your friends and peers. And I'm so grateful I got to talk about it with you, Anna, yeah. because... I think we have a lot of the same thoughts on this topic, and I think this topic honestly brought us together for a reason, and yeah.
Yeah, I'm so happy to have you on, Kinsey. I'm so um, glad. I mean, I don't know if I told you, but this whole week I was like, oh my gosh, I'm praying to find somebody. Please, God, help me. And I just felt like, because I asked a few people, and they were like, no, I'm so I'm busy this weekend. I'm sorry. I'm like, okay, okay. And so then I was like, and I didn't even know what the topic would be yet, because I had mm-hmm. texted you. I was like, I don't know. Um, so, I mean, I thought it was great. So then God was just like, text Kinsey. And I'm like, okay, um, I'll do it. And so then, yeah, and it turned out to work yes. great. So I'm really happy about that. And guys, thank you so much. I know that because last episode we went on about like over an hour. It, it was just us just laughing around everything. It was but it was good. I know that this one, uh, you're going to see the other one's an hour and this one's like 40 minutes, but this is like the average time of an episode. But um, I just wanted to let you guys know, thank you so much for um, um, coming back on and listening. Um, I'm so happy. And um, this week, you know, focus on loving the lost and do it in the way that Jesus did with empathy. And look at, you know, the story of Zacharias and look at how... Um, beautiful his story and his transformation came out to be um so we're gonna just kind of pray us out so we can um conclude with the episode and thank you guys so much for everything so do you want to do you want to lead i'll let you take the lead oh (laughs) okay all right thank you lord um for this episode that we got to speak about loving the lost i'm so um happy that kinsey got to be on here and she got to speak um her story and um thank you god um for letting us speak about you and um um speaking about things that bring glory to your name um i pray that anyone that is watching this that is feeling lost can be brought to you god and that um they can be found by you i pray that um this week that as we go on about our days that we can help the lost and we can show a little bit more love to others than we did um before and um we thank you god for everything you do and um i'm just so happy we got to have this opportunity in jesus name amen all right, guys. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye y'all. Stay- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Y'all stay blessed up. <laughs>